You're listening to Brave New Productions Stage Break, a podcast where we talk about the world of theater and entertainment in Montreal and around the world. My name is Donald Rees, founder of Montreal-based Brave New Productions. Over the course of this series, we've been getting into some great discussions, not only about the art and process of putting on a show, but a lot of the modern challenges facing independent theater today. In each episode, I'm joined by some of the amazing people I've worked with at Brave New Productions, from absolute professionals to casual players, each offering their own take and perspective on this topic we all hold so dear to our heart. Today, my guest is Joe Deneen, and let me just say I have no idea what will pop out of his mouth. He has so many stories and a long, very exciting theatrical resume. I have my coffee handy just to keep up. Joe has a captivating energy and a kind heart. I've been so lucky to work with him over several shows, and though I've yet to understand a single text message he's ever sent me, I still count him as a very close friend and an absolute resource to our theater community. Joe Deneen will be with us in just a few moments. Joe Deneen! Hi. Hi, Joe. Hi, uh, no. How have you been? Good, you? Good. Joe Deneen, right? That's because yeah. you go by, like, you don't want to be called Joseph. I hate Joseph. Because you were in trouble when you were called Joseph, right? Was that it? It was the nuns. It was the nuns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like this is going to be such a weird podcast episode because yeah. you, you do say things without uh, explaining them. Uh, so, because you grew up with nuns. Well, I went to Catholic school. <laughs> Did I say Catholic school? Yeah, yeah, you went to Catholic school, and there were nuns. Yeah. I went to a Catholic school for, like, two years. Really? Yeah, but and uh, I'm Protestant. I didn't... Uh, it doesn't mean anything to me that I'm Protestant or what a Catholic school. Yeah, but I went to school when they hit you. Well, and they tried to make us do uh, confession. Oh, I love confession. No. Well, I bet you had things to confess about. <laughs> no, I made them up. <laughs> so, 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 Joe, you are not from Montreal initially, are you? No. No. Where are you from? Jersey City. Jersey City. We can hear it in your voice just a little sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. When I act, it's big. When, yes, it comes out more. I always yeah. call you, and it offends you very much that I compare you to Nathan Lane, who, who doesn't have a Jersey accent, does he? He's Jersey City. Oh. And Jersey. his name is Joe. That's Who? His name is Joe. His name is Nathan Lane. No, his name is actually Joe Lane. Really? And he didn't yeah. like Joe Lane? No. Is this he... common knowledge? Are we? Or should we be letting people know this? I don't know if it's common knowledge. Oh. We had the same acting teacher. And he did Guys and Dolls. Yeah. And Nathan Detroit was the name. And he took the character's name. Oh. See, this is why I feel people will be fascinated with the things that you Because there's no say. famous Joes. Joseph Cotton, I think, is the only one. And Joseph Fiennes. I'm not... Okay, you're putting me on the spot. There's Joe Biden. Oh, I mean, actors. We're, we're, well, he's a politician. Uh, we're not going to get into Donald. politics. We're not going to go into politics. Donald. Um, so New Jersey... Now, so, so mm-hmm. what, you, why, what got you started in acting? Well, that's a good question. Um, first of all, what was the first... Okay, what was the first time you acted? Oh, I think as a little kid. I think I was five years old. We did a play about a ringleader. Okay. And I was the ringleader. Like a police ringleader? A monkey? No. Or, oh, a circus. Yeah, circus. <laughs> Mafia ringleader I at five. I don't know what these <laughs> terms are. <laughs> I would definitely put you in charge of the mob. Yeah. Um, but then I started really in high school. And then I went to theater school yeah. on Saturdays. But that's what got me into it. Yeah, and then you did stuff in and around New York. And, and mm-hmm. New Jer- well, New Jer- does New Jersey have a big theater scene separately? Of oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did plays in New Jersey, but mostly in New York City. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and over the years, did you meet any celebrities? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, name what? What was the biggest celebrity you think you met? 
Oh, well, I met Donald Trump. <gasps> oh, and, and did he try to grab your no. pussy? No. <laughs> I just wanted to he pause was, before saying He was dating a... F- oh, I, I knew her through a friend that I did a play with. Okay. Marla Maples? <laughs> yeah, Isabel. Yeah, the inherited, that's the second She inherited wife. the candies, yeah. Maple, no, she's maple, the second wife. I'm kidding. Oh. Okay. Uh, actually, I have no idea about his wife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so... Um, but so you met them? Theater-wise, I think my favorite... Elizabeth Montgomery was great. Oh. And Carol Burnett. Oh, Carol Burnett. Wow, that's amazing. Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, wow. Okay, that's amazing. Mary Tyler Moore. Stop trying to make people No, <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore was the best. I went to her and I said, oh, I used to love you. She went, I'm not dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now she is. Mom, now she is. So the, but that's why it's funnier now. Uh, she's great. I love Mary, uh, Mary Tyler Moore. She's fine. I, I follow people long after they're like, I would watch Mary Tyler Moore's new stuff. Like, I follow what everyone's doing. That was that. I Love Lucy was one of the shows that got me into it. Yeah. I would say, and Mary Tellamore. Yeah. And Carol Burnett. Yeah. Uh, Carol Burnett, I feel like I never saw. No, because you were too young. I know. So then I, and I, you I was s- drawn to Mary Tyler Moore for some reason, even when I got older. Did you ever watch Dick Van Dyke's show? Nope. Oh my God. That, that is one of the best yeah. situation it's comedies. Sketch, it's sketch, though, right? No. Nope. Sitcom? Sitcom. Huh? I mean, I think he did do a lot of sketch, yeah. Dick Van Dyke, but no, it's really one of the best with. Great characters. Oh. It's almost like a pre-Mary Tyler Well, Mary Tyler Moore was on it. Yeah. She played his and wife. Then, yeah, that's right. Oh. Just like yesterday, I was like, oh, I wonder what ever happened. Did you ever watch The Nanny? Oh, Did you ever watch yeah. The Nanny? And I was like, oh, I wonder what ever they happened. They got divorced. No. Who? Her and her husband. Her, not, not in the show. No, in, in real life. Yeah. Because he's, he's gay. gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. Fran Jesher has a fascinating history. Yeah. I, I love her. Um, but what were we talking about? The nanny. Oh, yeah. I was watching it, and I'm like, I wonder whatever happened <laughs> I'm, to Cece. I'm the older one, right? <laughs> uh, I was like, I wonder whatever happened to Cece, right? Like, Who's uh, one Cece? Cece was like the, the blonde that uh, worked with Maxwell that hated Oh, the yes. Nanny. Oh, you'd like that character. Probably. I love the, the yeah. whole character with her and Niles. The Niles calling her a dog yes. the whole time. I'm watching it now, and I'm going like, wow, we could never do a show like that today because it would be offensive to women that Niles yep. calls her this. But that was, like, Cece and Niles was yeah. the show. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, I was looking into what happened to her. And she's still, like, very vibrant, not in theater, but she is a professor now. She teaches. Yes, and there's something else I just recently saw. I don't know what it was, but she was doing something. I think she does a lot of stuff around New York or L.A. Yeah, but I don't oh, think I think it was L.A. because my friends are out there. And I think she did something with them. I think them. when it comes to teaching, mostly. Yeah. Like, I don't think she does as much... But hey, if I was on a successful sitcom afterwards, I'd probably just go into well, teaching everyone this is what I did. We ain't gonna go with that voice. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> uh, Friend Dresser, not you. Oh. <laughs> okay, that sounds better. Um, why? Why do you act? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I'm asking you those serious, hard-hitting questions. Oh, okay. Why do you do it? You could be sitting at home, doing nothing, relaxing. You know what? The funniest thing is, this is weird, and I just realized, I think, it this year, it's the only time I'm relaxed. Oh, are you... <laughs> You've heard the me. sound of my coffee thudding. It is probably the slowest your brain ever goes is when it has to be focused on the track of lines. It's true, and yeah. I'm not nervous. I I'm nervous not. before I go on, I puke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I remember you getting the stage farts last time. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was Danny. <laughs> or Sean. It was all of them. That was no, I don't think stuff. Sean It was farts. our baby. I don't think Sean farts. Um, no, I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. No. He's farted before yeah. around me, I want to say. But quiet little perfect Sean farts. 
Um, so, so you do it because it's a way of slowing down? I just love it. You just love it. You love making people laugh. I'm pretty sure. Like, that's you know, my That's favorite. a huge thing for... Yeah. Like, putting you in a drama is not as uh, rewarding, perhaps, for you, I think, is comedy? Do you or, know what? Or, I started I out in, like, in New York. A lot of the roles I had were really serious drama, like, with... Well, there's a lot of that out there. People would write, but this was the '80s, and yeah. people were um, writing heavy, they, yeah. like heavy things to heavy themes and heavy stories, yeah. like Hell's Kitchen yeah. stuff and all this stuff. But I started more, probably more in drama, and then when I got here, I was, I guess, they more community theater does more comedies. They do. That's it's when it's um, not community. What's the other one? Independent theater does the really heavy stuff because they're all looking for. Not, I want to say their own meta or whatever it is, but it's always like, oh, good, this yes. script has everything I need. It has a, a an abortion and a, a, a something a rape, mm-hmm. and there needs to be this happening, and uh, it needs to be race issues or this. It has to talk to progress like that's independent theater. That you right. need to check off all those things in the script, and then community theater, none of those things better be in the script, right? Like it better just be fun, silly. Hopefully, a guy dresses as a girl at some <laughs> point, uh, right? Like, I, but you know what? I li- I, I mean, I really like the the comedies and I don't think I do they too. get the fair they don't there should be comedy should get their own category yes. in any entertainment thing because it's a different set of skills right it's a different set of skills yeah. um but I don't know in a perfect world for Brave New Productions I would have us be community theater doing independent theater like in a perfect world we would just be doing the comedies and the fun stuff like that and just happen to do it downtown like as we're the community, right? Because they don't they don't do that. Uh, there's no like downtowns don't have community theaters. They're really meant for the no, there isn't. Right? Yeah, it's meant for the high school theater or, or like, right? Like it's meant. The only thing you get better sets at community theaters. You sure do. <laughs> I, don't I don't give you sets in brand new production. There ain't no money for that. But you do. You really do. You like really I went do. out to go see. It wasn't community theater. It was I guess a university production, but. Uh, where Sean went to school, I forget. John Abbott? Yeah. Okay. I went to go see their thing in the set. I was like, holy oh, yeah, shit, yeah. what a beautiful set. Yeah. And I say this because I give you guys chairs. That's all you get, and you have to use your imagination. But I mean, I, I love the, I mean, the, I hate, I can't do anything on the sets, like building it and stuff, but, no. but I, my hat's off to them. I just love seeing a, a set. Like, I, I get very excited. I'm, it's ironic that I never have sets in the shows because I know there's no budget for it. Um, but I love seeing that. Like when I go to a show, I just the more elaborate the set, the better. I just saw that one at the Marion Bridge, Marion Bridge at yeah, Hudson. It looked such a bare set, yeah. but then when you it, the lights made, lit up in certain areas and it brought it out. It was really amazing. Oh, really good. I find there's a lot of projection going on these days, right? Like uh, yeah, and, and I get it. It's a lot easier than building things <laughs> all the time, and especially when you have scripts that. Like I was reading the Harry Potter script, right, and and it's it's a it's a fine read as a plot points. Like if you're trying to uh, in, figure out the story of what's going on with Harry Potter in the future, but the actual script is like every scene is two pages, and then the location changes. Which, as a producer, I read that and I go, "Ooh, it's expensive," and also maybe not a greatly written play because in mm-hmm. the end, it's a movie. It's a movie. The set's changing so frequently that... And as an audience member, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see them do this because it's going to mean elaborate stage work, right? Like, to get things around. But as somebody who can probably read a good play versus not a good play, you kind of go, that's a movie script. Also, I hate scene changes. Do you? I hate when... I'm fine if they can be gorgeous. 
Like not when I do it. I, no, I, 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 no, but it. like when it when it's written as a play, yeah. it's always one set. But yeah. w- but if it's adapted from a movie, but that's it. It's forty nine changes, and yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, and that's and, that's and keep the, the Harry audience. Potter one. I was like, well, clearly you didn't write this as a play, right? And uh, I'm sure it will be a movie once they're old enough because they have to be like forty five. The kids, because it's set oh. way in the future. Oh, you saw this? I read the script. Oh. And uh, yeah. Back on track, Joe. Um, so how would you describe Montreal's theater scene? Fit? I, I think that some of it might be very clicky. Mm-hmm. But I think the whole, I, the whole theater, I think community theater really has gone up. Yeah. I think the independent shows are really important. Yeah. And I don't really see a difference between community and independent, independent and yeah. professional. Yeah. Because you didn't in New York. No, and it really shouldn't matter in the no. end, right? Because great, what is that? Great theater can come from anywhere. Right? Well, also think of Rent. Yeah, what, it was it was in this a, a basement or something. Yeah, and then the next day they were putting it on Broadway. Well, I think you're condi- putting the timeline a little fast, but <laughs> no, it was pre- no, but not the next day. <laughs> what? Oh my god, yeah. we were discovered, yeah. guys. Let's sing about AIDS on stage. Yeah. Um, I was so I was so excited. I was going to go see Rand to New York, and it was um, starring Mel B. Do you know what that is? That's a Spice Girl. Yeah. Uh, it's the black one. <laughs> I was so excited. It was my first time Sporty in New York. Sporty Spice. No, she's no. white. Mel C. That's Mel C. Well, what was Spice was she? Scary Spice. Scary that's rude. Yeah. Well, now it's true. The black <laughs> one is the scary one. It says Power Rangers all over again. This is terrible. It's like Teletubbies. The purple one is it. the gay one. No, she. but she, to be fair, Scary Spice is trouble in, in terms of scary. Like, and she, she had Eddie trouble. Murphy's bur- baby. Yeah. <laughs> Burby? Burby. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's baby. <laughs> um, you know, definitely Montreal's uh, theater scene has... Um, it does feel sometimes like maybe it's a little clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're on the inside of that click or the outside of it, you still right. kind of recognize that it's not just an open, it's not just an open field of people kind of easily flowing through ideas right. and recognizing each other's skills and talents. There's, there's, I still think a lot of closed doors. There. But I think a lot of it, like I find uh, there's certain now like that. I think it, it's changing. You do just from a, a few people. I think it's going to change. Joan. You've been around the block a few times. <laughs> Not just the block. I can't wait to do a video where I just see your stink face at me. Um, what, what advice would you give to people who want to act? Floss. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I only started that. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Um, always have a backup. Yeah. Have something that you can audition and still work. Yeah. That's the hardest part. That's always been... To find been something, yeah. To find something that you can maybe work on for yourself, do yeah. something that you have flexible or else it's not going to work. I never had the flexible. Yeah. And, and I think by doing that, it's, it's true because you're, you won't regret it. You won't regret mm-hmm. having the backup, right? Like just the peace of mind at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And do anything. Well, and I think it's fair. People said that to you because you're, you're terrible, right? You're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think everybody should have a backup. You don't. I, I agree. I, I, think has, I have my backup job that is, that is my primary job, right? So I, I also think it's the luck of the draw. But if you go yeah. into this, you can't think. No. You, you can't. You're going to be on the stage at the Academy Awards next year. Right. Right? You can't think of that. No, yeah. you, you have to think, first of all, it, a part of it is skill, a part mm-hmm. of it is looks, and a part of it is luck. 
right? Mm-hmm. So you can have just one of those things and mm-hmm. go a whole life and it doesn't go anywhere. And don't be miserable at the end. of. I hate, like, a lot of people are bitter. Well, we've always said, I think, the same thing in our rehearsals, which is that the, the rehearsal process is almost part of it for us. It's, it's the time you spend with people. It's all of that's rewarding regardless of what you end up doing at the end of the day, right? <laughs> like, like, anything can happen on stage. Like, yeah, and we've had some stinky shows. <laughs> We've yep. had some bad experiences, kind of, and we've had some great experiences. Right. But I don't regret any of it, right? And even though they may not have led us down the path of accepting Academy Awards or... <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's just fun. Just yeah. have fun. If you don't have fun... Have fun. I agree. Have fun. And don't take yourself too seriously. Now, sh- Joe, you've been in two shows for us, right? Yes. Well, three, if you call the... Call. If we call Hail to the Chief. Yeah. I loved Hail to the Chief. I loved Hail to the Chief, I too. want Hail to the Chief to be a play. I really enjoyed... I love Emma, too. Yeah. Oh, well, she's okay. But uh, <laughs> but I do love uh, Hail to the Chief. Oh, I wish we could do that as a real show. Yeah. It's such a good script. And, it was. And it's so timely. It's so... It's, I know. It was and, but so... don't worry. It's going to be timely for another four years. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> No, but it was a fun, and we actually did it like a play. Oh, sorry, what were you going to ask? You really did. It was it was like a, like a stage reading because Emma doesn't do anything. Else. No, no. It's, you're holding <laughs> scripts, but this is a fully blocked, fully directed. Yeah, I think, but which made it really interesting. But watch. see, that's what we used to do a, a lot in New York because you got away with the union wise. Okay, you held your, as long as you had your script in hand, it could be a reading. Oh, really? So that's we did a lot of plays uh, that way. Don't get me started on unions, Joe. Oh. <laughs> <The> unions. <laughs> but now the first play uh, that I met you on was Sylvia. Right. Had you ever uh, seen Sylvia in New York? I saw it in with Blythe Danner and Jessica Parker. Oh yeah. Oh, so you saw the original one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 it was good. Yeah. You enjoyed it then? Yeah. Did you ever see yourself performing in it? Did you ever think then that you would end up doing it? No, I don't look like John Tenney. No, no, but you look great. You're all right, bro. <laughs> um, and and that, uh, but you were great. You were so good. No, Sylvia. you were good. I, I was amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I often want to go back to Sylvia. Do I get the ten dollars now? <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay something. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, no, Sylvia, I often think of remounting it only because I feel like I could have done more. Um, and I feel like that's something we all... I did too, because I, I... We were held back in some ways. Yes. Um, but also, like, now, it's funny, since then to now, I've watched Drag Race, and I, up until the Sylvia, I did not know anything about cross-dressing or drag Ooh. or anything like that. In fact, the person that I reached out for for information... Uh, when we were doing Sylvia, was someone who's transgender, not necessarily even a drag queen. Um, or, um, so, which was great, because then, right. yeah, that person still had advice for me and everything See, like that. But it was, yeah. now I'm like, I can't believe I did that. I went on um, Global News and I said that I was a man-woman. There's a lot of questionable things that I did. So, so if I could go back... Oh, that's right. Yes. I promise you that that, wo- <laughs> that woman that comes out would have been a lot, uh, a lot more feminine, like, if I could do it again. <laughs> You, I wouldn't change anything. I love, you know what I love? Dale walking in and we, while the show had started, yeah. he doesn't, and I'm really focused on not locking my hips, like that, because that was the straight character. <laughs> then, after Sylvia, and your excellent, incredible performance in Sylvia, and I love the chemistry you had with Stephanie in that show. It was amazing. Um, so after that, we did Gently Down the, the stream, stream, which was last year. Oh, but you know what I love about Brave New Productions? You all... It's like, like you directed gently down the stream, 
and Emma helped. Yeah. And Tracy and helped. And Tracy helped, yeah. It was a collaboration. Yeah. We're always willing to help out and kind of improve the show. And no, right? no, no, like, egos or anything. No. No, it was, and it's no. great to see people work. Uh, egos can still pop up over time. Right. We but, all have them. I mean, that's why we're amazing. Uh, but, but I but, mean, but it's, it's very helpful for the for the actor. I feel like we got a lot of input during that. I feel like there was even more people. But that, maybe it was just them. Well, you know what? From my part, because I had so well, many you people. Had a, you had all of your town. <laughs> my whole town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody helping me yeah. day after and day. Came, which is great. I loved yeah. it for the tickets. Oh, we, I sell tickets. You do. Sean does not sell tickets. Sean is, every time I think of Sean in the show, I'm like, oh, like I'd love to do a two-person show with just me and Sean. I'm like, but it will be a two-person show because no one else is going to come. I mean, I lucked out with the people. That's what I think moving here. I thought when I moved here, I thought, oh, my life is just going to be my yeah. husband and son. That's it. And then I got yeah. back into it. Yeah. I gave up acting back really? in New York. I'm happy you didn't in the end because you, you offer such a truly unique flavor to like there's no other Joe Denine in Montreal there's no one who can deliver anything similar to what you're offering it's it's truly special it's years watching be Arthur <laughs> it's pretty close to be Arthur um what was I going to tell you to, uh so gently down the stream mm-hmm. challenging oh my god yeah that was it's it, it was just I it, monologues mm-hmm. you, you're you you're alone yeah no one can help you. No one can help you. No and when and when you invent words, yeah, <laughs> I invent words. And thirty-eight pages was monologues. Yeah. No, they were huge. They were huge. I think it's. I think it's, in the end, it's too bad. I feel like I didn't even warn you. I just like Joe. You have this role. You're gonna love it. It's great. Whereas I love monologues. Like I really like. I've done two entire <laughs> shows that were just monologues. Um, so I read it and I go like, this is great. Joe's gonna mm-hmm. love this. And I think your reaction was the opposite. I think you love dialogue. I love dialogue. Yeah. I really, in the, in the end, I really love the monologues. Okay. It's good. It, like, it, it face what you fear kind of thing? Or? Yeah, I really love the monologue. I, and it, that show meant so much because I, I, I really lived it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of personal. A lot of personal A lot stuff. of things you could relate with personally. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, so fun. It was so, I, I really loved, loved the, it was a fun dynamic. I loved having you and Sean and, and Danny. <laughs> I'm sad when I have to pause. I love the cattiness between me and Danny. I know. And that just came out of nowhere. Cattiness between <laughs> you and everywhere. I'm pretty sure you kept saying, shut up, Donald. <laughs> For most of no, that was, yeah, Shut up, Tracy. Um, and just, just the freeness of like making out on stage. I've never done I know. That. It's funny because the makeouts were directed to be very short. Um, but then the moment opening night happened, <laughs> I feel like there was no stopping you. <laughs> I don't think it was just me. No, but I feel like you might have grabbed the back of Sean's head at one point and just been like, this is happening. Wait, Sean, I I still have the Me Too thing when Sean d- took off everything almost. Oh, really? Remember, well, that, remember the like, last show? Because I wasn't lowering the lights fast enough. I don't know. I was like, my shirt's off. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how you come out with your clothing on backwards. Like, these are the memories that we take. And also, it was a sweat box. It got so hot in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the Stage Break podcast. You are incredible and such a unique character. And I can't wait to work with you again soon. Me too. Love you. Bye. Bye. That concludes this episode of Brave New Productions Stage Break. Make sure to follow Brave New Productions on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Brave New MTL. Thank you for listening.